When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just so everyone knows, there will be spoilers for J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales, which is premiering on Adult Swim on May 10th at midnight. That is going to be tomorrow for anyone that's listening to this episode immediately. If you don't want to be spoiled on this episode, go ahead and just fast forward to the 10-minute mark. Like, right at 10 minutes, that's when the interview with J.J. starts. So, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Before we start this very special episode again, because we got another cool one, uh, I would like to thank a couple Patreons, and we got them all in like the past 10 minutes, so that's interesting. Uh, I would like to thank Makala Dubal in the Ultimate Broth Bitch tier. Uh, that is uh, good stuff, man. It's money in our pockets. Yeah, baby. Broth of the bitches. Thank you very much. I would also like to thank uh, Dustuni Schmoot. Uh, in the baby soup tier. Thank you, Mr. Schmoot. Uh, you've done very good for this office. <laughs> I'd also like to thank uh, Basman Barra, uh, to, to Tasman Tutera Tutu. Tutu. I would like to thank Tutu in the baby soup tier. You're a good guy, Tutu. Uh, all of you. Very thank generous. You. Thank you. Love this you all. This is horror soup, and China is east. That's a strong word. You guys are all right. Don't get too cocky. Just tone it back. Tone, tone it back. Bring it. Take it is sick. Take it is sick. Don't be an idiot. I don't love you. I like you. As a friend. As a friend, you know. You guys, you guys are good people. Uh, the, hey, hey, welcome to Horse Soup. Hi, guys. So, we have another very special and uh, interesting good stuff episode today. It's good oh, stuff, yes. man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, we got in touch with uh, Adult Swim again. I actually didn't do anything. I just sat around and, you know, they, they crawled <laughs> to me on their hands and knees. No, actually, I don't think they were... I, I don't think they were that interested. I think they were, I was just there. I'm I'm imagining you just, like, sitting in your fucking hot-ass room in your hot-ass computer chair, just no shirt drenched in grease and sweat double chin and out staring at the computer and you get an email from adult swim <laughs> just like this in your chair then i then i puke a little bit <laughs> not not out of like not out of nervousness just out of like basic human things that i do just just throw up just a little bit i, I, I sometimes just puke on myself while i'm sitting at my computer desk you know it's just kind of past the time like uh, but yeah that's yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. So uh, we ended up having a really cool conversation with J.J. Villard. And uh, he really, this, guys, I really want to say, I think this episode is very interesting because this show, it is an Adult Swim show and it's a horror animated comedy kind of thing. But it is packed to the fucking top with people in the horror industry. Like, oh my fucking God, Elvira's in this. Dwayne Bradley from fucking Basket Case. Fucking John Kassir, uh, the Crypt Keeper. There's just so many more, too. Like, that's not even shying on it a little bit. First episode of Fairy Tales is what we're going to talk about right now. And that Ooh. this one stars uh, Finn Wolfhard as Boy Punzel. Mm-hmm. It's very happy-go-lucky on the start. You know, first episode <laughs> is, uh, you know, the story of Rapunzel, Rapunzel, or whatever her name is, uh, with a twist. So, yeah, there's a, there's a homeless dude. He's uh, wiping his ass with a turtle, you know. <laughs> something, something else is jumping rope. Then uh, this dude starts... He starts stealing some broccoli, like all the broccoli. He doesn't want anyone else to have any broccoli. He's being very stingy with that broccoli. It's fucked, dude. So this chick comes up. She's like, all right, dude, you get to have the broccoli, but uh, I get your firstborn. He's like, ah, dude, my wife's barren. Her vagina's dry as a whistle. <laughs> of course you can have my kid. It's never going to happen. So this bitch, she starts flying in the air, exorcist style. Not the kid bitch, but the other kid bitch. Yeah. And then they have a baby. She's not barren anymore. Her vagina watered up or something fully functional uh, homegirl homegirl shows up she's like hey dude well i have one baby ticket here let me get the baby for the discounted broccoli that you got earlier (laughs) and uh he's like oh dude i can't i i can't the baby ticket's expired you know like it's it's past date i can't 
I can't do it. My manager, it's, it's a no-go. I'm going to get fired but, for this. <laughs> yeah, but she's not having that. She's like, no, dude, this, this she has a short blonde haircut. She's like, I'm going to need to use this coupon. She's a Karen. So she uh, she she gets the baby, but it's by uh, unconventional means. Yes. It's not uh, in the right. Well, I mean, I don't know how stealing a baby is in the right way. It's just bad. It's all bad. Uh, Xavier, the renegade angel, stole a baby in the right way. He had his he had the right thing in mind. I mean, did he really though? He had the right thing in mind. It might not have played out well, but you know, sometimes sometimes you steal a baby with good intentions. He took those sex tuplets into a sewer. <laughs> there were seven actually. Septuplets then? No, there was yeah. six because he only no, stole six. The no, other he one stole was, seven. The other one was with the mom. No, that was the eighth. Oh. Oh, never mind. Can't do math. Come on, man. You mix- Quick maths with Bree. Sorry. Quick maths with Bree. She can't count babies. <laughs> Baby counters off. You have no no regard for personal babies. <laughs> no regard. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, anyway, the, the unconventional means that we're talking about is that she turns these parents into watermelons. And then uh, she smashes the watermelons so they're dead watermelon parents. The worst kind of parent. Really? It's always fun. Boy Punzel, he's grown up now. He starts singing about his long, creepy hair. And then uh, he's making sculptures out of bird shit. So <laughs> it's not what you like to see. And then Demon Mama shows up. Uh, she's like, hey, Boy Punzel, bring me into your tower. And then she starts searching around. And then she's like, all right, now, what I'm going to need you to do is uh, pop all of my ba- blackheads and uh, just eat them. Just eat them all. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so gross and raunchy, dude. Like, And I... Okay, this is going to sound disgusting, but I don't care. I like watching blackhead videos, but this is not the type that you like to see. Like it's it's god awful. Well, you don't you don't want the blackhead video to continue. You don't want them to eat it. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line. There's a line that I do not cross there. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess Finn Wolfhard was having uh his last name is so fucking powerful. Um it is. I guess he um he was having a very fun time just like eating blackheads in the studio, so. Oh yeah, it was great to time. you, bud. Oh uh, yeah. Very proud of you. So, yeah, he does this by, uh, he's popping them out of her back, and he's just making, like, these disgusting fucking slurping noises, like, <laughs> as he's uh, eating up all these little blackheads. And then uh, she's like, all right, I got to leave now, but don't let anyone inside. And he's like, all right, Mom. So uh, some crippled chick is like, hey, boy, Punzel, you're an intolerant racist, and I think you should eat shit. <laughs> he's like, all right, you want to come in my tower? And she's like, all right. <laughs> so... She looks around this house and uh, asks what he does all day, and he's like, oh, you know, I just I play with bird shit. Uh, I eat blackheads like cherries, and uh, I, my mom doesn't let me see anyone. She's my mom? Like, yeah, you... My mom's a raging bitch. And she's like, yeah, um, I'm here to tell you that you have a lot of problems. <laughs> like, you're, you're up to here with issues. So he's like, yeah, well, you, you know... Uh, I'm pretty cool. And she's like, no, you're insane. So let's go blow up police cars and dig up dead bodies. And they sing a song about being happy. And, uh, you know, about the world being nice. So world is so... <laughs> they decide that they're in love and uh, they're going to run off together. So then the mother shows up and she's going to rain on Boy Punzel's gay raid. And uh, wheelchair girl uh, wheel pops. She does a wheelie. Doesn't go well. And uh, Mama Demon finds her and he's, she's like, oh, you bitch. Then she turns her into a watermelon. <laughs> He's like, Mom, you turned... What was her name again? Jezebel. Uh, Jezebel. Yeah. He's like, you turned Jezebel into a watermelon. Doesn't she squish... Oh, no, she doesn't squish it. Never mind. Full circle. She tries to, but uh, it doesn't really work. Boy Punzel cries, and then uh, Demon Demon Mom uh, is like, Hey, your parents? Pussies. They you, sucked. blackhead slave. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, fuck you mom so uh she tries to smash the watermelon and then he uses his hairy powers to restrain her hairy powers that's a power i would love to have that's what he used she manipulates him and then uh she stabs him in the neck and then he uses hair to plug it up (laughs) and then he's like you bitch me man punzel and then uh he explodes mama demon and uh, he hugs the watermelon. He's like, I'm going to love you forever, even if you are a watermelon. That's how much I love watermelons. <laughs> and then she comes back to life. And then uh, now her legs are working and shit. You know, she's not crippled. And uh, happily ever after, man. She's like, you fixed me, boy, Punzel. He's like, it's man, Puzzle, baby. 
And they float away on his magic hair. I'm just kidding. I don't know. That didn't happen. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Uh, I'm sure much. we got an Aladdin, Aladdin uh, crossover in this. Pretty sure. Sounds about right. So yeah, guys, that was the first episode of uh, Fairy Tales. If you want to watch the rest of it, you can find it premiering on Adult Swim on May 10th at 12.15. That's midnight. Uh, that is J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales. Um, he has another show called King Star King uh, that aired on Adult Swim in uh, 2014. Um, he has some movies on uh, this movie on uh, YouTube called Son of Satan. And a few other cool things you can find around, a bunch of his art, other stuff. He has skateboards, too, that he, he told us a lot about. And mm -hmm. uh, if you guys want to hear a lot more about all that stuff, uh, we're going to fade into the interview pretty much right now. So, Bye. But not for long. See you in a minute. But, um, yeah, we were talking about Texas Chainsaw, and um, uh, Edwin Neal, the hitchhiker, is, uh, is, is, he plays three of the uh, dwarves in Snow White. Um, and it was just fucking crazy to uh, to. to to record him you know he was in texas and he has all the vitality and energy that he that he had back then went making so yeah it's just, it was just kind of weird because i wanted as many people from chainsaw as i could to be voices and uh you know them have passed away it's kind of sad you know and it's just like fuck like Aww. uh yeah she, the protagonist she passed away i couldn't believe it i, I and um and of course yeah 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 curls yeah, leather face and um and it would even been good to get Toby Hooper as a voice, but yeah, even he's mm -hmm. gone. But um, but lo and behold, the hitchhiker's still alive and full of energy, and and he's awesome. He, he like I said, his vitality was just was just insane, and he had a lot of energy. And um, and we actually, if you listen, we we asked him to play um as the hitchhiker for one of the voices, and and he did it. So that was really cool. <laughs> like I thought you were in a hurry you know <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah uh what's up shitbags welcome to another episode of horror soup uh i'm your host caleb i'm here with my less cool but somehow cooler host brie and we have a, another uh fucking sweet guest who's kind of uh hidden inside of his shirt right now i like what's going on uh today i would like to welcome uh pj shit turd creator of hairy nails <laughs> wait J.J. Uh, Villard, creator of the brand new Adult Swim animated show, Fairy Tales. That's right. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. You assembled a team of fucking legendary voice actors for this. Completely yeah. legendary. Insane. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty nuts. You know, the whole thing with that was like, uh, I, I never used celebrities before with, with all the other animation I did. Like, um, I did another show called King Starking, and I had worked on many other pilots, and my theory and philosophy on, on animation is that you use um traditional cartoon voice actors um and then uh, i realized like celebrities would i like to use and then my favorite genre of film is horror and then i just said well i'm gonna i'm gonna try calling them up and i felt a little bit like uh ed wood um using bella lugosi uh, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> I caught up Linda. Well, it's not me that calls them up, but there's a whole like process you have to go through. Um, Cartoon Network has a uh, agent that uh, finds their info and all that stuff. Lo and behold, we got a hold of Linda Blair, and um, she interviewed me for the part. I didn't interview her, and you know what? It's just like <laughs> a legend is allowed to do that. So the casting couch was flipped. And, Holy shit. Yeah, and she said, uh, why do you want to use me? And I was like, Linda, I I'm saying this with absolute sincerity. You are the greatest female actor of all time. And I, I, I really mean that. Your film is, is riveting. I went to Catholic school. It fucked me up in, in every which way. <laughs> and um, I, I think you're unbelievable. And she said, you just made me cry. I'll see you next week. And uh, that was it. Oh. So she, so uh, she came in and... Um, and I was way too nervous um, uh, recording her, and and it was that was a big learning lesson in itself, which is which is like, look, JJ, you got to be professional, you got to stay grounded, you can't geek out on these pe people because um, you want the best results. And uh, so, so she came in, she she did unbelievable. It was more my fault on on the directing standpoint where I didn't pull my chops. So the very next guest was uh robert england who plays freddy krueger and with that i was able to like fucking dial in and from then on it was just like okay i know what i gotta do i just i just can't talk to them about their personal shit and like their 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 experiences <laughs> with film and all that so so that was it that must you have said... been and sorry to cut you off caleb that must have been so hard to not just like fully like geek out and like fangirl over these people like i can't even totally. imagine 
trying to stay professional. It was hard, especially when uh, John Casser came in um, for the voice of uh, the Crypt Keeper, because the Crypt Keeper is my favorite like yeah, yeah. horror character. And and I wanted to ask him everything I could, I, but I just couldn't. Fortunately, he was a very <laughs> nice man, and he sensed my excitement. <laughs> and he was just like, he shared <laughs> stories with me about the whole process. And it was unbelievable. So he plays Pinocchio. And and if, if you listen to Pinocchio, you can kind of hear some Crypt Keeper. He, he put it in there a little bit. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah. So, man, you've done a bunch of other shit, too. You worked at DreamWorks for a while. You made a short film called Son of Sam. Uh, like you said, you did Kingstar King. Yeah. You did an episode of Uncle Grandpa, I saw, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was Son of Satan, right? Yeah, that's Son of Satan. Son of Satan. Yeah. I, I said Sam. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's Stuck fine. On serial killer. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Uh, people have called it Son of Sam before, but um, yeah, I did Son of Satan. That was my college film, and um, it got into the Cannes Film Festival, and that's where Shrek Two was being aired at the time. And um, uh, they saw this me, like they saw the student film, and they're like, "Who did this?" And um, and lo and behold, I got an interview, and um, I got the job. I mean, it was a lot there was a lot more to it than just that but my first job was on shrek 3 which is terrible i mean we were just talking about justin timberlake <laughs> he played he played king arthur in that and i mean it's uh, it's a ro- it's yeah 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 just 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 watch it it's really not a good movie and it was kind of like a fucking hit in my face like what am i doing in this industry and then i got put on a shrek 4 which is actually really good um, it's Rumpelstiltskin is the villain, and it's worth yeah. checking out. I'm not joking. Uh, there's there's actually some great horror scenes huh. in that. Have you seen it? Ooh. I turned Trek three off. I turned Trek three off. Yeah. I tried to watch it a couple weeks ago, and I was literally I was at work. I had nothing to do, and I was watching it. And I was like 20 minutes in. I got very bored. I think I was messaging you, Bree. Yeah. And I told you I was like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. I was like, because I messaged you, I was like, how was Shrek three? And you were like, uh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have not seen four though. Shrek yeah, four. It's you guys. It's worth checking out. Yeah, I'll give you. Some, well, I can. I think I can say this. I don't know, but whatever. I'll, I don't know. <laughs> if you can't, uh, let me know, and I'll cut it out. Okay. Okay. Well, um, there is. I'll let you know after. So, um, my friend Walt Dorn plays Rumpelstiltskin, and Rumpelstiltskin is lo- loosely based okay. off of me. And and I, I did the initial <laughs> character designs of it and all that. But um, he he's a storyboard artist, and he did such a fucking good job. And and for the uh, <laughs> what do they call it? The, it's um, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot the name of uh, it's, it's it's something begins with an S. It's it's like you for the uh, animatic. Do you know what an animatic is by any chance? Okay, so the Loosely. process. Yeah, the process for making a movie is you storyboard, and then the storyboards get turned into an animatic before it goes to animation. And so, um, scratch voice, that's what it is. So my friend Walt Dorn did the okay, scratch okay. voice for Rumpelstiltskin. And they had an A-list actor who was supposed to come in at the end and just pretty much copy what uh, Walt did. And uh, I can't give that A-list actor's name. That's where I'll fuck up. And pretty much <laughs> what happened was it wasn't good. And, and in DreamWorks <laughs> history, they had to tell this A-list, and I mean just top of the, like, he was at the Oscars this year. Let's put it that way. And and Holy and shit. and Jeffrey Katzenberg had to tell him, "I am so sorry. Uh, we can't use you. Um, we're gonna have to use the storyboard <laughs> artist instead for the role of Rumpelstiltskin." And if you look at the fucking photos for all the PR for Shrek Four, it's like all these A-list actors and then Walt Dorn, uh, like a chubby storyboard artist, just like in the middle of them all. And it's just like, holy shit. Because he just got so into the role of Rumpel and was able to do the, the voice so well. And um, yeah, so that was that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. But um, oh that's yeah, after dope. Shrek. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So after Shrek 4, I worked on Monsters vs. Aliens, which is pretty good. And then um, Peabody and Sherman mm-hmm. and then Trolls 1. Yeah. Oh, my daughter loves oh, trolls. <laughs> I was just gonna say your daughter basically is a troll. Yeah, she trolls is. Trolls is the shit. Trolls two <laughs> trolls two did very well, by the way. Um yeah. being that it was in the beginning of quarantine and um they you know, they, they couldn't put in theaters, so they did it where you could actually breed. Did your daughter watch Trolls too? Yes. Any chance? Oh she did. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. So like you see, like you were able to uh, just pay for the ticket online and watch the yeah. watch the thing. How crazy was that? It was, it was insane. It's pretty cool, um, like, how they're doing that. Uh, like, you know, instead of just, like, releasing movies in the theaters, they're, 
giving it to you in your home. It's pretty yeah. cool. Caleb, did you check it out? I did not. I've never seen any of the troll movies. They're, they're not bad. They're Trolls really good, go- honestly. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's in, in part two, which is awesome, you know, and they, they, get, yep. they play some of his music. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, yeah, so so it's, it's, it's pretty good stuff. But um, yeah, so from there, whatever, I worked at DreamWorks and then um, uh, I hated it. And I was like, fuck this. I, I picked the wrong career. I shouldn't be in animation. These people care too much about money. The, the, the art and the soul of, of, of animation is gone. And then so I quit animation and I tried to be a fine artist for a year. And that was even a worse decision because like the gallery world is even more cutthroat and so lo and behold fucking craig mccrack and the creator powerpuff girls was doing this um cartoon institute where you pitch him personally um some fucking cartoon ideas and if he likes one you can get a development deal so i got word of that and um and and i pitched him one and he liked it and he gave me a development deal so i was like whoa this is cool i I could be in tv i always thought like TV was kind of not as interesting as feature, but then I reflected on my life and it was just like, it was TV shows that, that, uh, that inspired me more than, than feature films. I mean, you know, feature films are great and all that, but if, if I look back, it was like fucking GI Joe, He-Man, you know, some fucking Dragon Ball Z shit and just, just other stuff that that's the stuff I was watching. And, and then, yeah, so that just set off my career in TV and uh, I pretty much haven't looked back. So let's take it back a little bit. Where where did you get started on all of this? Like, how'd you get into the arts and entertainment industry to begin with? Well, I guess like it started off in um, in high school. I was taking this. I, I was in this art summer camp, and um, uh, we were we were going from Santa Barbara to Los Angeles, Lacma Museum. And I sat next to this guy um, on the on the bus, and he he was uh, an animation. Hey guys, so just you know, uh, real quick, the audio cut out right here when we were talking to JJ, so the conversation is going to kind of stop for a second and then continue back on where it was, so just be aware. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Dude, you guys, this was crazy. It's never... <laughs> phone turned off because it was said it was too hot. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, you guys, your fucking podcast is burning up my phone. <laughs> Yeah, my podcast usually just shits on everyone's life. Our podcast set your phone on fire, Holy dude. Sh- <laughs> Holy shit. I'm I'm blasting it right now with AC. I'm in my car. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I was I was on this bus to LACMA and um I was sitting next to this animation instructor who taught at like the Florida University for animation. And um uh it was in high school that uh he said uh, I was like a sophomore and he's like, Do you wanna do you want um, to take some classes? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll do that shit. So pretty much like we did some stop motion and some like um, pencil test. And that pretty much got me into um, California Institute of the Arts for character animation. And then um, it was just, uh, you know, focus on your on work there. And uh, what I noticed though at Cal Arts was um, out of a class of like just 45 students in the character animation major, you know, like over a thousand people graduate a year there, but, but in character animation, there's like about 45, um, only like four or five kids were getting work right out of school. So I started panicking about that in my sophomore year at Cal Arts, And, uh, I just really started focusing on my portfolio and, and films. And, um, yeah, that landed me that job on Shrek three. Hell yeah, dude. So you're out here, you, no one else is finding a job and then DreamWorks just falls into your lap. Dude, it was, it, yeah, and I was like, whoa, how lucky am I? I got a job at one of the greatest studios. And then by the second year, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not having that much fun anymore. Like, this, <laughs> this, this is like, what? Like, I got, on the very first storyboard pass for Shrek 3, they asked me to put all the uh, fairy tale characters in compromising positions, like in a bad, <laughs> in a bad situation. <laughs> And, you know, I just done Son of Fucking Satan, you know, which is like a naughty <laughs> yeah, that, that's fucking That's a clusterfuck. Yeah, so, yeah, so if you want me to put these characters in a bad situation, I'll put them in a bad situation. Pretty much it ended up, the producer walked in my office after my pitch, and he said, you're lucky no one from HR was in that room because you would be fired today. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, you cannot pitch that type of shit. Can you, you tell out us of your what mind? you pitched? I mean, 
you could only imagine it was just like <laughs> the, the, the dwarves were all like uh, standing around Snow Wright getting pretty much ready for a gangbang, you know? And, and I didn't I didn't show any private parts, but it was just pretty much the, the dwarves undressing, getting ready. And then from there, the it was pretty much human centipede with uh, Donkey, Pinocchio, and Gingy, you know? And, and pretty much, it just like kept going. I, it was just like the worst situations I could imagine, you know? And, and they said bad situation. It. Dude, I learned my lesson. I, I I really was scared. And like the, after that meeting, I was like, oh, I, I like I haven't even been here a year. Like, and I almost lost my job. Like, uh, it, it was scary. So you quickly learn real fast. This is PG thirteen, <laughs> and you know they're not ready for that shit yet. Do you think they ever yeah. will be? No, no, God no. And, and and I think it's even gotten worse, you know, as time <laughs> yeah. has gone by. The whole like what you can show in cartoons is like you're really restricted. Speaking of which, like in fairy tales, you know, standards and practices called me up right away, and and the standards and practices at Adult Swim said, "All right, we we can't have another King Starking because like King Starking was canceled because it was too gnarly, like too sexual, too fucking just nasty, and and uh, regardless of all that." It was the first cartoon to win an Emmy for Adult Swim. Yeah. Sorry, I'm bouncing all around. Yeah, no, so, so that's King Star. Yeah, but as far as fairy tales go, they were really nervous with me being a creator again. <laughs> and, and they said three rules. They said no religious jokes, no sex jokes, and no vomit and fart jokes. Okay, so I'm not going to say yeah. any specifics, but what is the no fart jokes? How does that... What what are the limitations on that? Because I I watched the first three episodes. Yeah, we both we both yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, if you look, I mean, there is a little throw up, but that's it. Now, other than that, we really did no fart jokes, and we did no religious jokes, and we stayed away from sexual jokes. Like it's just like I don't mind limitations. They can give me limitations. I'm okay with that. So is it jokes or like actions or everything? Yeah, every, anything to do with that that subject is just pretty much. Huh. And, and it sucks because you're in the writer's room and the writers are coming up with ideas and you've got to be like the warden and, and tell them no. And they fucking hate you after a meeting. It's just like, why are you hating me? Like, I, it's not my <laughs> fucking rules. It's what I was told from above. Like, what the fuck, writers? But it's all right. We're still all friends. And um, and that, that was it. I need to say that King Star King, the like raunchiness of that show is incredible. Like, I thought, I think it's, it's perfect. Gnarly. It's super, it's, it's gnarly to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put my, like my crew through way too much there. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the designs of those characters, that was my first show. I didn't, when I was coming up with those character designs, I wasn't thinking, okay, I have a staff in, in LA, you know, at Titmouse Animation Studios, about 22 people working with me. And then I also have the 42 animators in Korea. And they're all going to have to draw these details on Hank Waffle's jacket, his, his waffle head, his face. You don't think about that. I, I was just like a kid, like like an adult kid drawing in my room, just like, oh, this is a cool character design. <laughs> and then, and then I re- like, when I noticed these people were doing more than eight hours a day and, and they really didn't want to let me down, that's why I was like, oh, my God. It's because my designs are too, too hard, you know? So <laughs> look at, if you look at fucking fairy tales, how simple those designs are. I had the happiest team ever. And then the good vibes I was getting from Korea instead of like them wanting to nuke me out of fucking <laughs> LA, like was, was, it was, was great as well. Like the, the, the Skype meetings I had with Korea, they're like, Hey JJ, I'm like, what's up guys? You're happy. Like when we were working on King Star King, they were just like, fuck you motherfucker. I hate this show. Yeah, so you you learn some shit. So I have a I have a question. So like, how does it feel like seeing your art like come to life? It, it, listen, it was more jarring with King Starking than it was with uh, Fairy Tales because, uh-huh. like, it was. <laughs> I mean, if I if I explained like the whole history of getting a, that show was was really long. It took three years for it to finally air. Oh, wow. You know. Um, yeah, it took a long time, and and uh, but the first time was it, during the pilot. I noticed like this one animation clip, which lasted like thirty seconds. It was like King Starking. It was his whole body, and he was like eating some shit and smoking some shit. <laughs> I, I said to myself, 
with like the, it was like a room full of like uh, people. Actually, I, it was, I think it was just me and the editor were in the room, and I was like, "Oh my god, this looks like my sketchbook! Mm -hmm. Holy shit, this is fucking crazy!" <laughs> and then uh, after that that moment of just like I was driving home, I was like, "Wow, they fucking actually animated that really well. <laughs> it looked like my sketchbook come to life." I, yeah, that one time it happened, and then pretty much afterwards, I was just like. You gotta make the walk cycle better, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Do it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it, yeah, it, the the surprise of it didn't last too long. After that, it was just like I need a season two more than anything, and I didn't get it. So you turned into one of your characters, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I really did. I was just like, fuck. But um, yeah. So uh, then after that, just like working on fairy tales and all that, you just pretty much have a strong vision. Of, of what you want to do you see i'm working on a netflix show uh of my own right now and i'm kind of scared because the the vision of the show hasn't hit me yet and and we're moving along and, and everything's going and we're coming up to story works pretty soon and it's just kind of it's I'm, I'm a little bit scared right now because i'm like fuck i don't have a strong vision yet give me the vision god give me something <laughs> It makes you feel better, man. I don't have a vision for anything. I just gonna play it by ear. Yeah, just uh, yeah. free ball it, man. Free ball the vision. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I think I think everything kind of leads back to your sketchbooks, and that was uh, you met that guy on the bus, right? Or was that a uh, guy in your class? No, he was like he was a teacher. His name was John Teton, and um, he was in my bus, and it, it was just like right there. It was just like pretty much the birth of uh, my whole fast like fascination with animation. Okay, I think that was where we cut off a little bit, so I kind of like lost some of <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So you're on Fairy Tales now. You know, it it boasts just the best crew of voice actors I've ever seen. Like, what was it real? I know we talked about that a little bit, but was it like really difficult to get some of them? Did you have to really push to get some of them in the room with you, dude? Honestly, you're looking at like like half the people like that that I that I asked to be in the show. Uh, the other half said no. <laughs> like uh, we had a lot of no's. In fact, one we had say no to us the morning uh, of the record. Hence, oh, I shit. won't say his name, but he's the protagonist in Evil Dead, and and he must have read the script Dude! that morning, Dude! and then he caught up Cartoon Network, and he was just like, "Fuck this! I am not <laughs> being in the show." Oh my god! So we, we had that. Yeah, we had that happen a few times because, like, uh, I always preferred it when the agent would not send the script because I was like, there's a good chance they're going to see something in this script that's offensive. You know, some actors like, I don't even think Jennifer Tilly, no, no, she read the script. Um, she, she, she was like, we were recording one actor. I think it was, uh, oh fuck, what's her name? The mom in, um, Catherine Hicks in, in, in Chucky, the mom in Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were recording her and Jennifer Tilly was in the other room waiting and, and, um, and then Jennifer Tilly came in the the recording booth, and um, she's the bride of Chucky, by the way, all your listeners. And uh, and she said, she looked at me, she, <laughs> yeah, and and she looked at me and she looked at me and said, "This is really a fucked up script." And I was like, "Really? You think so? Like, what the fuck with your career? You've done some gnarly shit, yeah. and you're telling me it is fucked up?" But yeah, it was. It was a little. It's a little fucked up. And um, have you guys seen Little Red Riding Hood yet? Yeah. That's the one she's in. Oh, you saw mm, that? Okay, yes. cool. That's one of my my favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. She's so. This is another thing I had in mind about uh, Jennifer Tilly. Like, she's a poker player, you know, and not only just any poker player. She's a world champion. Oh shit! So I was like, dude, she's gonna she's gonna read my face. Like, she knows every nook and cranny of like what's going on and, uh, and all that shit. So I thought she was like like a Jedi mind reader or some shit. But by the time she walked into this fucking uh, recording, but no, she ended up being really amazing. She was so cool. I love Jennifer Tilly. You got Kevin yeah. Van Hentendrick. You got fucking, you got Dwayne Bradley. <laughs> that, yeah. How did you, he's not even a voice actor. <laughs> I know, I know. that They were just like, uh, Man, I was so excited to be working with those guys. Like, like Kevin, um, dude, he lives, I guess, in upstate New York. And the sound studio that he recorded out of was in Woodstock. And it was, honestly, I hate to say this, Kevin. I'm sorry for listening. But that's the shittiest sound studio <laughs> I've ever seen. It was so fucking weak. But it didn't matter. We were totally able to get the job done. And he did 
such a fucking good job as the big bad wolf. I mean, he he got into it and um, he was amazing, dude. It's just like, and it's such an honor when when they're done that they say, hey, that was really fun. Uh, you know, if you ever want to work again, I'll do it. And, and Kevin oh. said that and I was like, yes, basket case four, let's do it. Oh my God. Please, please, please. and please. Just give me Belial yeah. antics. That's all I want. <laughs> I know, that's, that's man. All I want. That's amazing. Yeah, it could just go on forever. Yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite so, basket yeah. case? I mean, they're all incredible, but one is is like my favorite one. I have them all on DVD, and from what I understand, like the number three is really hard to find on DVD. So it's like one of my treasured DVDs. What's the print on it? Because they, I think, uh, Arrow Video, if I remember right, made a made a pretty yeah. new print pretty recently. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, that no, this one really was, cool I cover. Bought, like, oh no, shit! Oh, I gotta check that out. Wow. Yeah, I'm always into anything. The whole, you know, the Belial the big old, yeah. big old contraption he's in. It's like that and a yeah. bunch of other shit. It's fucking cool. Yeah, that thing's awesome. Yeah. Um, that the director's on YouTube recently, and he said he has, he already has like part four written out and ready to go. Wow. Oh, shit. That's exciting. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So God damn, if he did a GoFundMe, I would donate the shit out of it. Oh, that. yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So do you think yeah. there's any, are there any voices that you think people are going to be, like, really surprised about? Are there stuff that, are there people that are on the IMDb and whatnot? Because you said Robert England earlier. Was he a part of it? Yeah, yeah. Robert England, Freddy Krueger was a part of it. Doug Bradley, um, who plays Pinhead. Um, okay, I didn't even see yeah. Krueger on the, on the IMDb or anything. Yeah, me neither. Oh, really? He's not on it? Oh, that's a shame. Because no. he's really been, like, out of all the actors, he's promoted the show the most. He's done oh, nine shit. interviews for the show, so it's it's really awesome that he even did that. But, my God, what a nice guy. Now, that, he just fucking, he just talked about Freddy Krueger like it was just like some kind of a homework assignment to me. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and he, dude, he told me his favorite kill which was nuts. Um, I think it's in like part six. I forgot what it, I forgot what, what number, but his favorite Man, kill was when it, he it? killed the the kid who had it, who was deaf, who had a hearing aid. <laughs> and, and he's I like, that. that tells you, you remember that? Was that six or seven? Or, I, I don't think, know which one it was. I think you might be right. I think I six, s- but I don't know. Yeah. I get them fucking I want to say six. There's so many, yeah. it's hard to keep track, but I, I want to say six. Yeah. It's just a it's just a big assortment of Robert England calling people a bitch. So I mean I don't know. I try to decipher like who did he call a bitch in this one? Yeah. Yeah, and he was I mean, he was so cool. And then he dude, he has ideas for new Freddy Krueger uh, new nightmare on Elm Streets as well. Oh shit. I, I'll let you know, like, he wants to make an animated card uh, a nightmare on Elm Street. And dude, I look, I don't have his personal info, but Robert, if you're listening. I'm down to help. I'm, I work for free. Did you make that happen? Okay, we're we're making sure Robert England listens to this episode. <laughs> I want to see the series happen. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. An animated fucking uh, Nightmare on Elm Street would just be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't know what kind of style if it'd be anime or just more like Metalocalypse Ooh. or what. But whatever it would be, it would be like it would be so cool. Yeah, that could work either way. Like. I'm imagining all that yeah. now. Sounds beautiful. Yeah, it could be super gel style. I mean, the super gel style would be <laughs> sick as well. But um, yeah, yeah, who knows? And um, oh, and uh, well, two guys got upset with me. Two actors got upset with me. But it was in the beginning, and at the end, they loved me. But in the beginning, they did. I fucked up with Peter Weller of RoboCop. I fucked up. Yeah. And it was it was a rookie mistake on my part. I was reading his lines for him. And by the third time I did that, he, he looked at me because I go in the sound booth with the actors, partly because I'm a fan, but, but also because <laughs> the energy, but more because I'm a fan. <laughs> and, and he looked at me and he said, don't you ever read my lines for me again. What kind of <laughs> novice director move is that? And I was like, whoa, shit, dude, I'm so sorry, RoboCop. I did not mean to do that. And he's like, dead or alive, you're coming with me. No, he didn't say that. Uh, you're coming with me. But he was. He, he was, was probably just, just like, mad. <laughs> he was mad. And and then and then that was in the beginning. And then halfway through the script, he's like, who wrote this shit? And I was like, I did. And the writers are over there. He goes, this is some good stuff. And I'm an English lit. 
teacher. And this is some good stuff. I was like, yes, <laughs> Peter Weller. <laughs> and then Keith, Keith David was upset, but that was because we fucked up like on Skype. We were late and I, I felt terrible about that. But, and then again, like he read the script and he got into it and, you know, I think once he said butt plugs, like you kind of laughed. I don't know. Did you guys see the rumple still? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually my favorite episode, episode, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that episode was sick. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Warwick Davis, though, that guy's a pimp. Like I want to ask like, you about him next. That yeah, was my next me question. too. Yeah, like straight up, I shouldn't be saying this, but it is pimp. So like, I gotta say it. Like part of his contract with us was. He wanted a limo to the fucking um, recording booth in England. And I was like, done! Done! And he had a specific, like, he wanted an orange drink when he when he got there, too. Like, uh, in waiting for him, you know? And I was just like, oh, we're going to get you the finest orange juice ever made. Like, whatever it takes. And, uh, yeah, those were two requests he hit. And I probably shouldn't be saying that, but I can't help it. It was just like, I was so happy that part of my budget went to work Davis's limo. <laughs> Freshly squeezed oranges. I hope so. Um, he drank it all, so yeah. And and he was another one that said, "This is some fucked up shit." Like he didn't use those words, but I mean, again, that was like an honor coming from a guy that's done all those crazy oh, yeah. films. Like all the leprechauns are so fun. Oh yes. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how much hate they get; those those hold a place near and dear oh, to my heart. Very much so. <laughs> I grew up watching those movies. So, what's your guys's favorite? Favorite leprechaun. <laughs> I'm going to piss people off. Oh, man. <laughs> I really like three. I was going to say three, too. <laughs> but... Is that Vegas? Yes. Yeah, it's fucking Dude, Vegas. that's my favorite one. <laughs> yes, that... JJ. Dude, that is so Fuck awesome. Yes. I... Leprechaun in Vegas is so good. Dude, I think it has a 0% on like, Rotten Tomatoes, if I remember right. That is the most hilarious yeah. Leprechaun movie. And it's it's fucking yeah. perfect. I also really like one, of course, just because it's like original. It's original. Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Such a babe. It. She's it's beautiful. Yeah. I love her so much. But yeah. one in three, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so awesome. I mean, Leprechaun in Space was pretty cool too. <laughs> I mean, that was amazing. I agree. <laughs> I love in space. See, I, I yeah. get your taste now. I'm fucking with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but like Leprechaun three was like, oh my god, it was so fucking awesome. Yeah. I think Leprechaun three was uh for pulling this trick i'll chop off your dick (laughs) yeah oh i mean i don't remember that specifically but yeah it's just like whatever he says is great he i mean he you know he definitely played a different character with rumple but there was a little uh a little um leprechaun in there another thing that that warwick davis did that none of the actors did which was really cool was um we were we were busy like rewriting one little line for him and he's like oh he's like oh guys why are you rewriting that? Do you want me to do some extra noises, some sound effects? And we're like, yeah, sure, go for it. So we had like, you know, three minutes, him making just noises. It's really strange. <laughs> but he was that just is... going like, oh yeah, God. he was just going like, <laughs> whatever. I mean, but he did a, a wider range than I did. And, you know, we use that stuff. It was good stuff. Dude, immediately when I heard his voice, I like I I, I like doing the thing where I was watching this because after I saw the cast, like when I first saw it, I was like, this isn't even fucking real. There's no way. Yeah. Did a little more research. I was like, okay, this is real. And I started watching it, and I'm like, all right, I just want to guess the voices the entire time. When I heard fucking Warwick Davis hop on, I lost my shit. When I uh when I watched, Caleb was like, try and guess the voices, and so I did. I I recognized him immediately, and then um. One yeah. other person. I named him off to Caleb earlier, but I recognize them pretty much immediately. I don't want to say it because I don't want to like get you in yeah. trouble or anything. But like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, it's fine. You can say the actors. It's, it's absolutely fine. But um, okay. you know, another another thing with like working with Cartoon Network was like I knew when these actors saw that C- Cartoon Network Studios was asking them to do a show. I was like, oh, this is so great. Like. Fuck Jennifer yeah. Love Hewitt's gonna think it's such a cute cartoon that, that we're asking her to, <laughs> and then sure enough, she was just like, "Hell no, fuck that." Well, I shouldn't have probably said that, but who cares? Like, you know, it just happens. Some actors, I understand, Jennifer, that you didn't want to work on the cartoon. That's okay, you know. Oh come on, so, she was on. I know what you did last summer. We actually me. just covered <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. did? No kidding. Wow. Oh, and dude, you, dude, Keith David, Keith David. Yeah. 
That he has, yeah, yeah. That has the strongest voice yep. I've ever heard in my life, and I was just waiting yeah. for it. Yeah, he he really is. Oh. Dude, I didn't know. I just found out yesterday. I didn't know he played Spawn. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that's nuts. I was like, damn. I mean, what the hell? I, again, as a guy, I wanted to fan out with and and just ask him like, how did you go from being in like the thing and they live, and then now you're like one of the most renowned voice actors, yeah, in in the world. It's it's just like career move that was really just unbelievable I, did he practice it or is he just like naturally just really good at that stuff I, yeah you know i don't know i yeah. feel like that guy uh he's always had such a really just strong presence with his mm-hmm. voice like in any movie he pops in like if even if he's around the corner before you see him you hear that voice it's like oh yeah there he is that's the fucking man yeah yeah no kidding yeah they're they're, they're just, yeah all these actors were just just amazing my god i'm drawing a blank who was the guy in the Warriors that did Warriors come out to play? I fuck, I, I fucking forgot his name and whatever he was. Okay, there's so many names I have to remember, but I think it's Ke- uh, oh man, I forgot. Anyways, he played in the cartoon as well. He was amazing. He plays the the woodsman in Little Red Riding Hood, and and his oh, voice acting, yeah, is it, just uh, is is just insane. And that's another guy where I was just like Warriors come out to play you know i mean that's just iconic yeah. like everyone knows that shit it's just like yeah unbelievable man <laughs> all of these guys all these people are just so good so let's talk about you a little bit is there is there anything that you're really proud of but you like never have chance to talk about or never have an excuse to talk about um well i, I tell you what i don't i the the stuff i do with death wish skateboards it's a skateboard company I, i'm so proud to be doing that like to have had um three series coming out um uh, well two series already came out of me doing skateboard decks, but another one's coming out uh, pretty soon. Um, that stuff I do with skateboards. It's just like, dude, that's, it's so fun. And it's massive, like street cred as well. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a lot of work for very little money and, and it's worth it. Cause it's like, you know, those skateboards are, they'll be around way after I'm mm-hmm. dead. And it's just, it's just awesome to have done uh, so many of those. And um, yeah, I really like doing skateboards. I actually um, like really want to get one. Like I sent them to Caleb the yeah. other day and I was like, dude, these are fucking beautiful. Like I need one. <laughs> like I really need yeah. one. Like I haven't gotten on a board in like years, but either way, I just want one to like hang it up and make it look pretty somewhere, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, because I get DMs all the time, like, hey, can I buy your original artwork? Can I buy your original artwork? And um, I have, a, I usually have a gallery once a year where they can buy original artwork, but that shit is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so they ask if I could, they could buy a sketchbook page. And I'm, 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 like, making all these sketchbook pages for a book, just one book. So I'm not going to sell my sketchbook pages. And these skateboard decks, they're only $60, yeah. you know, and it's just like, I put so much into them and for 60 bucks, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great wall piece too. It's just like, yeah. like having a fucking painting in your house of, of the shit. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, that stuff is, is so fun. I, I love doing it. They look amazing. Yeah. Where can people buy those? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah. And then like constantly like people, Oh, where can they buy them? Oh, okay. I they said, hope. No, no, sorry. We're them. lagging out a little bit right there. <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, de- um, well, it's a uh, death wish. Uh, skateboards.com and then um any of your local skate shops probably has them and then also on instagram uh death wish skateboards on instagram as well so uh yeah just check them out and the and the link's all there so jj we're a horror movie podcast you're a big horror movie guy what are your top three favorite horror movies um exorcist chainsaw and basket case those are love it wow basket case top three Mm -hmm. oh shit so this was really exciting getting kevin on this (laughs) It was really exciting. Yeah, it really was. And uh, yeah, he makes rock art now. If you can yeah, that. yeah, I know about that. <laughs> he, isn't he, he hosts like uh, like free courses in New York, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's like in the summer, like once a year or something. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, people horror fans actually go there to to take classes with him. Um, I, I had an interview last week where the guy went to the the course and he actually made no a Belial out of rock. <laughs> what? That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Um he sent a photo of it to me and I was it was funny. It was really funny. 
you should send that over my way. I'm very interested in seeing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. What about you guys? What are your favorite three? Caleb. Oh, well, one of mine, uh, Texas Chainsaw, I'm sharing sharing that with you. Huh. Top three after that. Um, Motel Hell is probably going to have to be my second. And you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to talk. I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I, I swap it around a lot. I think I'm putting Texas Chainsaw 2 as my third. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is. those are all amazing films. Yeah, all, all kind of based off of Ed Gein in a way yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. A lot of people shit on me for Texas Chainsaw 2, but I I really enjoy the wackiness of it. Mine would have it's to so be good. number one above anything, Evil Dead. Above anything. Yeah. And then yeah, I want to say The Exorcist just because it scares me so bad. And then for number three, yeah. I want to say Hereditary, which came out like a few years ago. Oh, Hereditary. Caleb's not boo. a fan, but I really like that movie. That's my top three. Yeah. Well, Millie Shapiro, she's in two of the episodes. No way. And um, yeah, she's in Boy Punzel and in um, Goldilocks. Yeah, she plays Goldilocks. Oh, my gosh. And. Yeah, it was crazy because uh, the the first time we had to record her, I had you know I've seen that movie a few times. Mm-hmm. I, I like it too, and and the first time we recorded her, oh, we had to Skype, <laughs> we had to Skype her from from New York, and um, the 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 video went on, and she was standing behind the microphone, and um, you know microphones in a sound booth are they have like a big um, like kind of just uh, c- 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 cylinder thing, and it looks. It, uh, kind of like shady or whatever, whatever it was. She was in the dark shadows, right? And and I was like, Millie, and she's like, Yeah. And I was like, Holy <laughs> fuck! If she clicks her dunk twice, I'm running out of this Dude, fucking thing. Dude, right? oh my god! And, and think, <laughs> she didn't, and she's the sweetest girl. Yeah. She is so nice. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, it's it's irrelevant, but uh, I follow her on TikTok, and she's honestly amazing. She's an amazing person. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool, but um, yeah, those are great lists, guys. Uh, yeah, that's some good stuff. Are there any? Uh, are there any like conspiracy theories you believe in or like to talk about? <laughs> um, well, my own personal ones, or th- there was a weird thing that happened in the show that was okay. like fucking very strange. I'll tell you that. So I'm recording John Casser, the the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and yeah. he asked me, "Can you um, can you read the line before?" And I was like, "Oh, that's the Fairy Godmother," and he goes, "Oh." who's that played by? And I said, Catherine Hicks. And he said, that's strange. And I was like, what? And he goes, well, Catherine Hicks and Chucky. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm in the tells from the crypt. People that make Chucky movie didn't have enough money to buy their own animatronics. So they bought the crypt keeper animatronic and they put oh, yeah, the Chucky yeah. skin over it. And, and I was like, Oh wow, that's cool. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. But he's like, but this is even stranger. And I'm like, what? And he goes, Catherine Hicks married the guy that built the Crypt Keeper. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, oh. he, she married the special effects guy that built the animatronic for the Crypt Keeper. And we're, we're in the same 11 minute cartoon together. And I was like, that's fucking nuts, guys. <laughs> that's crazy. The energy is happening. It's all right. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Full triangle. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. So, yeah, that was like uh, some weird little trivia shit going on in the That's show. That's really cool. But uh, there, that was it. I knew the first part about that, but I knew about, you know, the Crypt Keeper's face being used for the mat, for the Chucky mold, but I didn't. Yeah. That's insane. That's weird. She married the Holy fucking shit. dude that built the fucking animatronic. He's like a special effects dude, man. It's, it's nuts, dude. Yeah. Yeah, weird stuff. All right, JJ. All right, man. Will you take care? Um, I was just gonna say, Ashley Lawrence like also married a special effects guy as well, the girl from Hellraiser, and uh, yeah, that's just like another strange one as well. They, they like these special effects guys, these horror girls. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have any really uh, standard questions. I just got a couple of weird ones for you left. Sure. I think we got a couple. Yeah, we yeah. got a couple minutes. Uh, so if you're stranded on an island. Let's say you had a twenty-five chance, twenty-five percent chance of surviving if you ate a person, mm-hmm. the person that you're stranded with. Right. But you were guaranteed death if you don't eat them. What do you do? I'd eat them. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. I'd start with the ass. No hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> All hell, cannibal holocaust. Yeah, yes. I'd eat the shit out of them. 
Like literally, I would eat the shit out of them. I would. <laughs> I expect <Fuck> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I mean, hey, dude, I like steak tartare. I think it's good. You know, it's like, not that bad, but um, yeah, I would eat them, and uh, you know, I'd preserve the body in the salt water just a little while. You know, you know, start with the ass, go with the back. <laughs> Put some head. nice like uh some nice island leaves on it for a little, a little bit, bit of, of seasoning. Yeah, it's just yeah, some island leaves <laughs> and flavor. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, whatever it takes, you know. Who knows? Yeah. So uh what's the other weird question? Uh what would win in a fight? The spy a spider the size of a dog or a rhino the size of a dog? Fuck. It's <laughs> a good one. Dude, all I know is like they, they just put a praying mantis in the same cage as one of those insane killer bees that are going around right now shit and it's on tmz the fucking mantis fucked that bee up i need to see this cut the head off he was just like fuck you and just the head (laughs) popped off i was like whoa go praying mantis but um i don't know i i would think the spider would win i yeah yeah, my friend Neckface just got a jumping uh, spider. He caught one, mm. and he throws insects in there for for it to eat. Dude, those that spider is relentless. It's just like <laughs> that thing jumps all over its victims. Jumping spiders yeah. are like a really big fear of mine, actually, because like they're so unpredictable. Like they just like jump yeah. on you and eat your face. Like it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at his Instagram, he posts them eating shit, and I'm just like, whoa, it's fucking nasty. You said it was a neck face. Yeah, neck. Oh, his his Instagram is nasty neck face. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. That sounds there very cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, two yeah. questions left. Fuck Mary, kill. You have a dog sized rhinoceros. You have me, and you have yourself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Um, I would kill you. <laughs> I would do the same. And then, um. Wait, 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 wait! Caleb's in there. Yeah, Caleb is in there. <laughs> He's in there, dog. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm deep would, in there. I would have to. I would have to. Oh my god! <laughs> F or marry Caleb? That's a tough one. Well, I'm already married, and so I'm probably gonna get in trouble. I, I don't know. Can I kill both of you? <laughs> no, no, no. You have one for one for each specimen. Oh my! You're god. in here too. Okay. You have to decide okay, what to okay. do with yourself. Okay, well, I would have to marry me, and then... <laughs> no, I would have to fuck me, and I guess... I, you know, I'm not... a uh, Polygamy, I guess, is something I, I would have to <laughs> all of a sudden become part of, a Mormon or some shit, and marry Caleb, I guess, as well. <laughs> wait, so you're, kill- wait, you're marrying me and you're killing the rhino dog? Oh, there's a rhino dog. Oh, yeah, there's oh, a rhino shit. dog. I- I would rhino. kill. Okay, okay. I would dog. kill that rhino dog ASAP. That is unhuman. That is insane. You would marry or fuck me? Get the no. no actually, no. Me. I would kill you and marry the rhino dog. Okay. Well, this is JJ's question. Okay. Okay. So wait. Let me start <laughs> from the you. beginning. It's it's you. It's it's Bree Caleb. No. 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 It's me. It's a rhino dog, and it's you. You have oh, to decide what to do okay, with yourself. Okay. Okay. I would. I would fuck myself. And then I would kill you, and I'd marry the rhino dog. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Last question: How many bananas sure. is too many bananas? Fuck, dude. <laughs> I would say I would start getting sick after, like, if I had to eat them real fast, I'd start getting sick after six. Wow. Oh that's shit! A new that's the highest number. So- <laughs> Yeah, we got a new. You're the you're the you're the record holder so far. Yeah, because I did it as a joke when I was like <laughs> seven years old. I I kept just eating a banana in one bite to make my brother and my mom laugh, and I got up to three or four, and that was like when I was out of tiny belly. So now I could do six easily. <laughs> Quick maths with JJ. Love it. A new segment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. That's a good way to end this. Well, thank you so much for coming on, JJ. Uh, we can catch your show. Uh, it says it right here, May 10th, 1215 midnight on Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bree. Thanks, Caleb. Bye, dude. Good talking to you. Thanks for coming. See you guys. Bye.